Welcome to the Stay Healthy Experience. My name is Robert Ferguson. I am your host, and I'm also the health ambassador for Stay Healthy. Now, today in this very first show, we're going to give you an overview of what this experience is going to be like. Yes, we're going to have celebrity guests. Yes, we're going to have experts from different lanes as far as health and and all the things that relate to that. We're going to have normal, everyday people coming to this set, spending time with us with the goal of helping you gain clarity so you can optimize personal health and well-being, you know, optimize your life. Now, today and joining me most of the time, I'm going to say that because I may fire this person, but <laughs> my my <What>? my co-host <laughs> comes from aerospace. Mm-hmm. Uh, she m- made her way to the fitness world yep. and then became a nutritionist and she has her own practice. And that's Barbara Chris. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for having me. And this me. is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, now, I can tell. I can yes. tell. <laughs> and, and when I mentioned celebrities, you know, you had your first opportunity, which we're going to share with everyone. Yeah. Um, and the opportunity I'm talking about is you meeting Chuck D of Public yes. Enemy. Yes. Um, but what was the most interesting is the first question you asked him. Right. Yeah. I got share, little... Yeah. Share with everybody. What... So my first question. <laughs> right. My first question that I asked Chuck D was I wanted to know if his first name was actually Carlton. And that was a great way to get the party right, started. Right. <laughs> broke the ice. I broke the ice. <laughs> you broke the ice. Right. Now, you've been to Stay Healthy. Yes. You've met most of the team. Mm-hmm. And when you first went there and got to meet, you know, our president, our yeah. CEO, our, our research scientists, the, this amazing group of people who have come together to make the world better. Yeah. Uh, what was your takeaway? I think there was probably two major things. I think the first thing when I met everyone there, which was really amazing, is that it was evident to me how much they cared about what they were doing with the with the company with Stay Healthy. It was across the board. Mm-hmm. They just were so passionate about what they were doing. And then on top of that, just the the technology that they were integrating into health and healthcare is just mind blowing. I mean, these are like top notch people, like the meeting of the minds, you know, and then just creating this awesome awesome program it's definitely in my opinion the dream team when it comes to helping people live their healthiest life yeah Mm -hmm. and a big part of what brought us all together is that we we're in alignment right that the big problem that we have barbara Mm -hmm. and you know this is Mm -hmm. excess fat yes i mean excess fat is 100 percent linked to over 13 types of cancer when you look closer at it, you know, 30% of all cancers are linked to excess fat. Wow. And when you look at postmenopausal women, mm-hmm. you're looking at nearly 70% Crazy. of breast cancer mm-hmm. with menopausal women is linked to excess fat. Those numbers are- and when you keep looking at the numbers, as people are walking around and they're right. battling with excess fat and not knowing that there are solutions out there, right. over 80%. And I'm saying over 80 to be conservative. Yeah. Over 80 percent of people who have type two diabetes, well, have excess fat. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at a study the other day where it was talking about if you have excess fat before the age of 40, right. you have an increased likelihood of attracting some type of cancer. That's crazy. So the big problem is excess fat. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's talking about it. I know. But we know. are. Right. Exactly. And so this show, like the common thread you know, no matter who we have on the show, if it's Justin Bieber, if it's Ariana Grande, right. uh, if, it's, if it's Miss Diana Ross, it doesn't right. matter who it is. 
we're going to talk about what they got going on. But at yeah. the same time, we're going to talk about how you stay healthy. Exactly. And if you if you don't feel you're healthy, how can you get healthy? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm about to preach. I know. <laughs> okay. like some attitude coming on. <laughs> and I'm going to stay focused today. Yeah. Now, as part of our introduction yeah. uh, to this show, I want people to meet the founder and CEO yeah. of Stay Healthy, you know, John Collins. Yes. I mean, his background's fascinating. I'm I'm literally going to have him on the show. Mm -hmm. And when he comes on the show, yes, people will get to meet him and know more about him. Right. But he's going to interview me. Oh, that's yeah. good. I can't wait. I Turn look forward the to tables. that. Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> yes. Bring it, Mr. John Collins. <laughs> uh, and we will always have some type of expert or celebrity on the show. Yeah, it's going to be so So exciting. whether they're in studio or whether we go to them. And nice. so we actually did our interview late last night yes. with Mr. Chuck D uh, awesome. to get it in. I mean, he was willing to do that. And we're yeah. going to be sharing that interview today. But before we get there, mm -hmm. I want to introduce people to John Collins and myself because yeah. we actually sat down with Mr. Carlos Amezcua. Did I say that right? That's right. Amezcua. We said he, he's a famous guy. Yeah. I mean, he's been like a on TV anchor for many, many been years. Around. And he loved the fact that, you know, we're doing something cutting edge. Yes. And so John and I sat down with him and I want everyone to kind of get a, a glimpse of what all this is about. Yes. By sitting back. Have a snack right. and watch this little interview. Yeah, see the big picture. Okay, let's take a look at yeah. it. What happens when you mix staying healthy with technology? Well, that's kind of the essence of what StayHealthy.com is all about. And we have the CEO, John Collins, and Health Ambassador Robert Ferguson with us uh, today to talk a little bit about what the Stay Healthy app is and how it relates to people's health. Nice to have you both here. Thank oh, you. It's good to be so here. So let's, let's talk a little bit, John, about what the genesis of this whole project was. Stay Healthy was founded in 1995, and the initial purpose was to provide wide access to medical, clinical grade uh, readings devices, and that resulted in what you see today locally and across the country as health assessment kiosks in grocery stores with pharmacy. So here there would be Ralph's, Kroger, Albertsons, Rite Aid. Mm -hmm. uh, that networked. Yeah, we do about 2.7 screenings every second, 6 wow. million people a month. Wow. So it's big. It's, a, it's the largest of its type ever installed. However, we realized that having kiosks, if you want to call them those, in retail grocery isn't big enough. So even though it's successful, uh, we decided to go mobile. So what we had to decide was, could we take the accuracy that was on those kiosks, which is blood pressure, body fat percent, hydration, lean mass, and weight, and put them onto a cell phone? The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's, that's the, the new technology. Part of the thing that the reason the kiosks are there, when you walk by them, you go, okay, maybe I should check myself out. Right. Yeah, we had a, an incident uh, last year. A young lady, nine months pregnant, just about to give birth. Uh, she was due two weeks later. Sat down on the kiosk, did her blood pressure while she was waiting for medication. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you some numbers that may not mean that, but there was 160 over 110. Yeah. Well, we have an alert that comes up and says, seek immediate medical advice. Wow. She did. And she went to the pharmacist who called the ambulance and she went to the hospital. They told her she was within two hours of losing the child or her life. Oh my gosh. This happens almost every day. So what we decided is, and she didn't have to pay for that, that's free. It wasn't reaching enough people. The thing you just said though is important is, 
We focused on body fat percent because that's the biggest problem in the, in the world right now. Mm -hmm. This is on an epidemic and attached to it is type 2 diabetes, asthma is exacerbated, renal failure, heart disease and many cancers. So we said, okay, could we give you your cell phone, test your body fat, but then instead of giving you a number, so let's say I said to you, what's 30% body fat? What does that mean to yeah, you? Nothing. It means exactly. nothing to me, yeah. What if I could show you your heart, your liver, and your kidneys impacted by that body fat? Would that have an impact? That would change it, yeah. That That's what we dynamic. do. Yeah. So as an ambassador, you're telling people, get yourself into these kiosks, use this app. Tell, uh, I'm not putting words in your mouth, sorry about that. <laughs> so what is your role as an ambassador? Well, I mean, I'm in the trenches. So this is our general. Yeah. And I'm one of the, the, the field hands out there. And basically, my goal is, and has been, is, is helping get America healthier. And what I've seen is that excess fat is just is taking over yeah. and it's causing a lot of ailments. And so when I met with John and Stay Healthy, um, what they have done and how they have positioned technology as far as its connection with helping people optimize health is, is noteworthy. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to go to a big kiosk. It's right there in your phone. And your phone's always with you. So with that phone and that app, you'll be able to like quickly put yourself in a position where you can reduce the risks of various cancers. You can, uh, it can help reverse type 2 diabetes. You can reshape your body and improve your body composition, all right through your phone. So this is exciting. Why is this important? It's life-saving, obviously. Well, health is important, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I know energy that's, is important. That's such an obvious, <laughs> it's an obvious question, but it, you know, the thing is that we can't all go to the doctor. Uh, you know, there's some of us who are lucky enough to have insurance, some of mm -hmm. us lucky enough to have good health care, but a lot of folks don't have it. Correct. Right. Tell me about those, the, the marginal people who still have... Again, technology is in the hands of everyone. And so now we're able to give them a platform where they can do a quick assessment and get an idea of what excess fat looks like as it pertains to those organs, and then put them on a path where they can get rid of excess. And if you get rid of excess, do you reduce your likelihood of attracting cancer? Everything just gets better. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just the weight on the scale. And, you know, and then you have this thing called the BMI that misclassifies everyone, but yet everyone talks about it. Right. So our goal is to get rid of that and replace the BMI with the BFI, which is body fat index by Stay Healthy. I know that the kiosks, I wanna, I've used the sleeve and, and tested myself, and so that doesn't cost anything. Does right. the app cost anything? It's a free download. There are some of the app purpose, uh, purchases later. Uh, but I, I want to go back to a question you asked okay. earlier, is why do we do this? Yeah. Is our chairman is Governor Tommy Thompson, multi-term governor of Wisconsin. He also was Health and Human Services Secretary. And while he was a secretary with his Surgeon General, he put out a warning. He said the biggest terrorist threat in this country is not terrorism, it's excess fat. He also said that if the trend continued, which it has, it will bankrupt our economy. Wow. So we're attacking the biggest problem worldwide. This is not just a US issue. Yeah. I and mean, right now in China, what's their biggest problem? The growth of excess fat. Yeah. And throughout Europe, you know, they say in Britain, which is where I was raised, that if you walk, it's going to take care of it. It doesn't. That doesn't. Well, John, right. Robert, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. The company's called Stay Healthy. And where do we find the app? Stay, well, stayhealthy.com, and you see the links on the app stores. There you go. Okay, great. Well, nice you. to have you here. Okay, so we are back, and uh, that was interesting, don't you think? Yeah, I like that's a great interview. I and did you it. did you feel that Carlos was one hundred percent getting or tracking what we were talking about? 
I, I thought so. Yeah, I, yeah. I do too. Yeah. And we actually continued having a conversation with him oh, okay. once we ended that segment. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was intrigued. I'm sure. And, I mean, you know, we played with the app and we went back and forth. It was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So now, he loved it. Yes, he did. Yeah. So people now have a, a sense of John Collins. They have a sense of myself. Right. They understand that technology is a big part of what we're doing. So we're yes. always going to talk about that. Right. But I want to walk people through some of the cool assets that we have with Stay Healthy, the company. Okay. Okay. So we have these these cool apps. Right. That we're putting in the hands of people. Yeah. So if you look at the youngsters between the ages of four and eight. Yeah. We have an app called Color Quest. Love it. So when you saw Color Quest the first time, what did you think? It was so cute. It was like it was it was not only was it just so cute, but it was very informative. You know, there's great information in it. And I felt that now my son is 15. Right. So, of course, he's he's older than that group. But when he was little, he would have loved that. He would have loved it. Well, if your kid is going to play with an app. Yeah. My kids, they like to play with different things. Yeah. And kids love the color. Yes. So knowing that psychologically, Mm -hmm. then making it possible for kids to learn as they color, man, that is a game changer. Right. It was so attractive. It was so appealing. And and Color Quest is winning all these awards right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're like leading in in the space of like education for youngsters. Uh, I believe that every adult will benefit from having color quests. Oh, for sure. Because you learn about the organs, yeah. you learn a whole bunch of cool different things. Mm-hmm. So color color quest is one way of reaching the kids and educating them. Right. And once your awareness is up or you you become more educated on organs, right. then your eyes are open to different ways to to be healthy. Right. So yeah. color quest definitely has its place. Right. Uh, the other thing that we have is called OWL. O W L. And do you know what OWL stands for? It was um, owning your wellness and living. That's it. Hey. And so OWL is designed to help cancer survivors. Yeah. As well as their families. It's a great platform for educating people. Right. And putting them in a position where they can, you know, I guess, increase their likeliness mm-hmm. of not experiencing a recurrence right. of cancer. No, I've never heard of anything even like this. No, and it's taking the best of uh, artificial intelligence right. where the app can communicate back and forth with you. It educates you, helps you become more mindful. Uh, it's a win-win. Wow. And with Al and all the things that people are going to learn about this, mm-hmm. right, uh, we reached out to Daniel Baldwin yeah. of the famous Baldwin Brothers. Yeah. And I'm hoping that Daniel becomes a regular on this show. That would be awesome. And he wants to do it. So hey, yeah. can you can you imagine you're sitting down with Daniel? You got myself. I know. You got you. Got this one. Well, I guess if he comes in, we have to let you go. No. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he'll come because I'm here. <laughs> okay. You're right. Uh, so we have Al, and we're going to be talking a lot about that so yeah. that people become educated. Yeah. And, and we're going to make links available for people to learn more yeah, about that Al. Sounds a- like right. a powerful, powerful um, program. And then we have the BFI app. I love this. Okay, Body Fact right. Index. Mm-hmm. So as John and I were talking about yeah. the BFI on Carlos's show, mm-hmm. this app is going to be a powerhouse come 2020. Yeah. I mean, we're taking diet-free life. Mm-hmm. It's going to live inside the app. That's awesome. We're adding so much more content yeah. and user, uh, you know, friendly type Right. Options for yes. people to live their healthiest life. Yeah, like at their fingertips, literally. Yes. Truly bringing I know. a solution to the people yeah. through their phone. I love it. And I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, I can't believe I almost forgot this. Good thing I have your notes. Because you know, I was thinking about the Stay Healthy Shake. Ah. <laughs> we have the Snack Town 
All Stars. Oh yes. This it, this is where it gets really fun. Yeah. The the Snacktown All Stars. I mean Ziggy, uh-huh. who is our president. Yes. Is the voice with the Stay Healthy Shake. Right. I love that thing. Stay healthy shape. So, you know, it's like you're bringing entertainment and education around health together with some really cool technology that once you experience like augmented reality, you can't, you can't, you can't rewind that. Right, right. Once you've gone there, it's there. It's just amazing. It's kind of like if you, you have your phone, imagine going back to landlines. Like there would be no way. No way. Yeah. So anyway, it's time for us to get to the Chuck D uh, conversation. However, before we go there, Mm -hmm. I have a hit list and I want to go through my list. Uh These are people with type two diabetes. Oh, okay, That's and I'm calling it a hit list Mm -hmm. because these are people I want on this show. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, I remember earlier I said that type two diabetes is linked to excess fat. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean you always are going to have excess fat that we can see on the outside. True. That's very, very true. Sometimes it could be visceral fat. Yes. Okay. So as I go through these names, Mm -hmm. if any of them shock you, okay, these are all people with type 2 diabetes, then I want you to, I want your reaction. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Tom Hanks. Okay. I'm actually shocked to hear that. Okay. Well, you didn't look shocked. I know. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, composure here, right? Tom Hanks has type 2 diabetes. Wow. Okay. Uh, Paula Dean. Okay. Type 2 diabetes. I kind of expect that. And, and that's because you're looking at maybe yeah. what she looks like on the outside. Yes, yes. Uh, Randy Jackson. Uh, okay. He was very famous on American Idol, right. especially in the beginning. Yes, yes. Uh, Delta Burke. Okay, I remember her. Okay. Uh, Paul Sorvino. Uh, Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle. Sherry Shepard. Okay. Drew, Carey, Drew Carey, David Boomer Wells. He's a, a pro baseball player. Uh, that's, that's actually, you know, sometimes I, I do have to say it is surprising when you hear of people who are athletes or act active, when you hear that they have type 2 diabetes, it's always kind of shocking, Right, because right? most people think you must be sedentary. Yes. You don't work out. You're right. not taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. There's I mean, a misconception. There's a misconception. Yes. Uh, then you have Dominique Wilkins. He is a very famous yes. basketball player. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Earl the Pearl Monroe. We have, oh my goodness, Jerry Mathers. Remember Jerry Mathers? Leave it to Beaver? Leave it to Beaver. Okay. Oh my gosh. George Lucas, Star Wars. Oh, wow. James Earl Jones. S. Epitha Murkerson. Okay, Amazing actress. actress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, you got to help me with this okay. one. Gabra. Gabra. Sadibi. Sadibi? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Larry King. Okay. Uh, Leah Delaria. Actress too, right? Shaka Khan. Okay, Shaka Khan. And Holly Berry. What? Yes. Holly oh, Berry. Wow. So we need to get her here sooner than later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holly Berry. Yes. And that's just a like tip of the iceberg of Tip of people. the iceberg, yes. I mean, you know? And... Many of these people, mm-hmm. you know, could improve their condition by right. getting rid of the excess fat. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if people knew this before they matured in life, yeah, then the preventative uh, opportunities would be increased or enhanced. Oh, for sure. For sure. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, Bob. for sure. Okay. It's all about helping people get rid of excess fat. Yep. Bottom line. And having fun. I mean, yeah, you definitely have to have fun. 
And, you know, speaking of our, our man, Chuck D, <laughs> as we uh, get ready yeah. to go to that interview. Yes. Uh, Chuck D, when I met him, mm-hmm. we met because he wanted to talk about his nutrition. Okay. And then meeting him and talking to him, he had learned of me through a fitness instructor. Okay. Who um, has a Pilates studio, a fitness studio. Okay. Uh, her name is Kathy. Yes. And she's hardcore. She's right. for real. Mm-hmm. And I had met her before and she recommended Chuck come see me. Oh, sweet. So you don't usually get professionals like in the area of yeah. fitness and nutrition endorsing others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that shows her humility. Right. And Chuck came in and I started talking to him and I discovered he had this passion for Pilates. No way. And that threw me off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it threw us both up, yeah, for sure. Because I'm thinking, you know, Chuck D. Right. Man, that's like, that's the man. Well, right. as he's been an activist for the people mm-hmm. and people who are bullied and right. just looking out for the best interests of, of just human just, beings. Yeah, humanity. He has that same passion when it comes to health and fitness yeah. and taking care of himself. Yeah. So He's a great guy. Let's go ahead and let everybody hear a little bit Check of our conversation late last night yes. with the one and only Chuck D. Chuck D. Of Public Enemy. Yeah. Okay, so I know your first name is Carlton. But you don't know that. <laughs> that sounds like it's something you looked up. Yeah. So, so you actually wouldn't look that up. I just, I wanted to know what Chuck was for. Okay. It was Charles or something. I had, listen, I, I got more <laughs> stories than than the best of all storytellers. It's like, how far you want to go back? Noah's Ark? Mm. Uh, Chuck is basically, my grandfather's name is Charles. My mom's Everybody thought my mom was going to name me after her father, mm-hmm. and she flipped in like the last, you know, like the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and called me Carlton. Oh, so they thought I was going to be Charles, so everybody was calling me Chuck before I was born. So uh-huh. I had my nickname before I was born. Oh, that's cool. They were like Chucky, Chucky's going to come. Chucky's right. going to come. Chucky's for president because that was the <laughs> right. Year. That's but that right. was the year because it, it was 1960. So right. Kennedy was running for president versus Nixon that year. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, Chuckie's going to run for president because he's going to be born one of these days. I was born August 1st. Uh-huh. So um, uh, they thought I was going to be a Charles and my nickname would have been Chuck. And, you know, my mom's flipped up, called me Carlton. Coincidentally, I got this news not too long ago that she was like watching Ben Hur and it was going to be Charlton Heston of all the, <laughs> of all people, right? right. Charlton uh-huh. cracker ass Heston, man. <laughs> and uh, I think he played Ben Hur or Jesus or one of oh, maybe yeah. both yeah. of them at that time, right? Definitely so she right? was like, and he played Moses too. And Moses, Moses too, right? Moses, so you just yeah. give the white guy all the big ass biblical <laughs> right. roles. So since she flipped up to call me Carlton, right? Which also was after a pack of cigarettes too, but she ain't smoke. My dad smoked. He smoked Kent's. Then my brother was. Is named Eric, and and that was off of a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> so, and it, but anyway, long story short, that's where Chuck was. Chuck stayed because I had ah, it before okay. I was born, and um, you know, that's where. It, and I've had this nickname since uh, the second I was before, before I was born. So it's a fifty-nine-year-old nickname. Right. So well, Chuck fits. D, like even the Chuck D part. The D is for my middle name, Douglas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just had to. I had to ring. You know, back there, MCs used to be, you know, Willie D, Ernie D, you know, EJ the DJ stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of ring to it, and I had the natural D. So nice. Well, well there you go. Yeah. And you just you open. I don't think anyone's ever opened up by 
asking if your name is Carlton. Oh, yes, they do. They okay. Ask <laughs> right. I've done more interviews. How about that? I'm a fan. I've, I've done interviews, more interviews than anybody. Period. Yeah. Anybody. Any, I mean, in hip-hop and rap. Period. And I'm, I rank high in total interviews of everybody because I had the music, mm-hmm. ambassador to the music, then P.E. is like, you know, 200 countries and stuff, and then um, political discussions. So right. that, that's that third component. When people think it's my first component, it's my third component. The political part? Yeah, I mean, I mean, politics is just if you're grown and responsible. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, he's political, and you know, and, and that street. I mean, street is mean. Street means you're a confused <laughs> person. <laughs> you, you're confused. Like the streets are running you. The streets ain't got no, ain't got no vast abundance of black names. So mm-hmm. bragging about the streets and talking about the streets is a waste of time. We talk about something that you don't know nothing about, and most people pretend when they talk about right. street. I mean, you know where the where the real cats are, and to graduate from the streets is mm-hmm. either jail or death. And the best at it, you know, don't get a degree in it. They don't. They, you don't. You get no rewards. But very right. few have made it through the streets outside of jail and death successfully. So why mm-hmm. glamorize it? Why talk about it? Oh, you, but you know what I'm saying, dog. You know, nah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get clear, and that's what rappers used to be. Let's be very clear to the point, and they were intellectual in the beginning. Now it's intellectual. Not the beef on anybody, but when they mm-hmm. come, you know, when people come with that lame excuse like, "Yeah, well, Chuck, he ain't a really, he ain't a lyricist, but he a, he a, he, you know, he a, like a has a message." So. The fuck? Right. <laughs> What's it, what, what song ain't got some kind of message right. depending mm-hmm. on what message you talking about? Mm-hmm. Now, if you making up shit like you in the streets and stuff like that, that's a message too. You fantasizing about it. If you talking about your life, that's a message too. I try to, you know, have a different angle of saying, okay, this is who's running the streets, or this is who's running politics, or this is who's doing this, or this is who's doing some dumbass shit, and you just afraid to call it. Right. That's so true. Like the but the world we live in today, the mm-hmm. rappers today are so far from what you guys did. Yeah. Um sure. art is art. And you give artists credit for coming up with their own. I they can't they, they don't have the abilities to do exactly what I did back then because we have different audiences and you have to have a different training, man. It's like, how many people, I mean, how many people think that they could just box and jump in the ring and start swinging at people? Right. right. <laughs> how, how you gonna rap, you got a limited amount of yeah. words. That's true. Because it might not be about words anymore. It, you know, music today is sight, mm-hmm. sound, style, and story. So you have four components that get you engaged. So it might not be the sound, it might not be their video or, or whatever. Right. It might be something like, oh, that's that dude that had this issue, like, you know, um, What's his name? Six nine, right? They talk about he got a ten million dollar deal from record company. Record company today, while in jail. What? Wow. Now, do you blame six nine? No. no. I mean, artists do dumbass shit. You know, on just like, I mean, that's what artists do. I mean, and maybe some of them could process mm-hmm. that into being interesting mm-hmm. because they're looking for a niche or they looking, but. The dumbass person was the person that came up and was going to sign them. That's the dumbass. Right. Like, the, like, what the hell? So you telling everybody right. else you had the power to sign anyone. all these artists or anyone yeah. or nurture it. You ain't about the art. You about, it ain't even the hustle. It's about the scramble. Right. Like you doing desperation before you mm-hmm. lose your job. So you, 
you're doing like last minute, last moment heaves. Right, right. So what does that tell somebody who's like in seventh or eighth grade who want to aspire to be a, a rapper, it's MC? Like go, to, go to prison. Right. Go to jail. Or just it's like, it's like your Q rating goes up, you know, right. just because you get in trouble. Let's talk about Q rating. What the? <laughs> Do I curse on this show? Yes, you can. Uh, no, nah, you know, man. Let me tell you, I've made also, I, I feel great being on this show because I've made a concentrated effort to not talk so much um, in my next five, six years. I just draw pictures now. Yeah, he's a, he's an amazing artist. I didn't, yeah. folks, see, I did. It's like I've been meeting that. more and more people that talk about your artwork. But they haven't seen my real artwork, and I won't even discuss that. Oh, on the air. no, I'm interested. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'll show you, but, yeah. but not on this air. <laughs> okay, got it. But it's so you're, you're wondering that, what kind of art is he drawing? Right. right? Like, what well, is I, was, I was an art student. I, I wasn't one of these fake art, uh, arts artists that. No, I went to art. I went to university. Yeah. I was a phenom in my art classes. I transformed the department. Right. I went to college from 78 to 84. Mm -hmm. So I did everything, but I was known as a political cartoonist and someone who just drew, you know, people and women and you, you have models. Mm -hmm. Right. So you had to really concentrate on how to capture, do fashion design, know how to, cap, you know, cover a shoulder, does it slink, does it, you know? I mean, that's what we did in New York back in the day. So how cool. that was my calling. And, um, mm -hmm. And that was like even before getting out of high school, you were drawing or doing yeah, art. Yeah, I've been doing that since, you know, I was born to do that. So I was born and raised in the arts. Hmm. Yeah, and I was going to be a commercial artist. I was telling myself at 10 years, I'm going to be a commercial artist. I was really, really talented. And, you know, art is subjective. So you don't have to like it. It's just that all you have to do is consistent about it and right. stand behind it. And, and the most important thing with an artist, if you're doing it commercially or even non-commercially, is having a style. Right. I mean, that goes also with, with voice and playing an instrument. Do you, do you have a style that's recognizable? Right. It's so, funny when you say, you know, what came to mind was hmm. good times. Remember oh, they would the always show, yeah. Remember they would always show his artwork. Yeah, and that, you know Ernie Barnes did that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, all the JJ uh, portraits that's Ernie Barnes. Wow. I mean, when you, I mean, also like. When you see, the, I mean, um, Rob, he can, you know, uh, also speak on it. Marvin Gaye's I Want You. Mm -hmm. Remember that cover? Oh, yeah. You know, and they got all the, you know. Those How are, cool. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Connecting the, the dots. The, the angular sl slinky bodies and all that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, so you're getting so, back so on. when you get home, you can look that up. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I can kind of <laughs> picture it. But so, like, so you started with the art and then you're kind of like going, bringing it back. We've kind of always, always done it. No, I stopped doing it for 40 years. Oh, right. Oh, wow. And then my father passed in 2016. And, uh, you know, I, I also did ayahuasca, which kind of like let me know where his spirit was at. Mm. Not that, I'm, you know, like you got people actually do that, like, you know, like it's a thing. I, I wanted to seriously know the energy of, of my dad. And then that, that oh. opened me back in my art. So I reverted right back into my art. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, it ended up being a great therapy. It still is. I mean, that's what I do. I think I'm going to do this on, on, the, on the straight way on out the next 20, 25 years. So, I mean, but it's all extensions of your art right. self, you know. And um, it's been, like, it's been fantastic. When I go on tour and I've been on Prophets of Radio, I'm in 
two groups, Prophets of Rage and Public yeah. Enemy. And Prophets of Rage, I played in front of 3.5 million people in two three years. So That's nuts. But I go, some people go out after the show, the concert. Yeah. I go in and turn my hotel room into an art studio. That's oh, awesome. wow. I mean, you, I mean, you are extremely focused. Yes. I mean, when, when I talk to people mm-hmm. about Chuck, I always, like, somehow in the conversation, I'll mm-hmm. say, don't interfere with his Pilates. Because, because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I got a Pilates coach who's going to take the bricks to me. You know? I, I mean, she gave awesome. me a break today. Mm-hmm. You know, Kathy Lopez gave me a break today and wasn't trying to give a break. Right. But I also uh, trained with uh, another um, gentleman named Matt. You know, he's about five years older. And... um I went in and I, I get in after dropping my daughter off, so I go right over to Pilates studio. So I can't start it at eight. I gotta kind of start uh, at eight thirty, like and then I kind of overlap into you know nice. class of Olympians that come in. <laughs> <laughs> so I go in there. You're like right at in the front. Work halfway with with Matt, and then do yeah. a half an hour if I could, you know. So today I went in and. Um, I, I went in and I was kind of beat down, you know. I was mm-hmm. like working late, up early, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Matt was doing a meditation, and she, I did a meditation today for an hour. I was Whoa. out, bro. So I had, you know, I had to do the whole wrap around my eyes and stuff like that, and just, you know, med, you know, just I, I zoned out, which was good. I needed nice. that break. Yeah, I bet. I haven't gotten a massage yet since I've gotten back from um, from tour. And I've been telling myself, do massage. You know, you have to do massages, but I've been on the run so much, so I might be getting it this weekend. Good for you. Yeah. But you know, when you when you think back, right? So like this show is called Stay Healthy Experience. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Because at one point I look at, you know, people like Heavy D, you know, Big Pun, and the list goes on and on. Yo, man, I did the list of deceased rappers. I mean, it's inevitable. Everybody's going to die. Right. Right. But dying in your 40s and 50s and 30s before your time is is really troubling. It, yeah. it You know, it's a reflection of the things that we praise in the neighborhood. Like, it's, I mean, you praising the, for what? Were you praising something that always ain't good in the hood? Mm-hmm. You know? And, yes, we understand that it's systematically that people ain't popping into Whole Foods because it's expensive, right. but when you right. get down to the nitty gritty of it, it almost evens the same. If you like buy a Whole Foods, but you buy smaller portions, mm-hmm. and you're eating right, as opposed to like going to like what was that? when I was outside the country, they was making this big hullabaloo over Popeye sandwiches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, man, oh, yeah, like, the, like the, real? the battle the of the. Chicken? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the battle of the the, the, the fried chicken, the fried chicken Gee, sandwich, it's, it's Popeyes huge in, versus GT. Uh, <laughs> that's huge in the Philippines too. Yeah, F O H GT F O H, man, for real, man. Wow, it's like, it's like so. I'm outside the country. I'm hearing about yo, man. There's riots, people fighting and slamming each other. <laughs> no, in, for Popeye sandwiches. Like, so I mean, that's so funny. this is the thing is like public enemy as a principle, right? The music is like this. It's nonstop, and I'm I'm rapping like. So all these people that talk about their top fifty list and well, Chuck's not a rapper. I'm like, what the fuck you talking right. about? You can't do this shit that we do because you got to train to do that. That's right. Prophet yeah. of Rage is like this, t- twice that. So you gotta stay. The, the, the stay healthy is an understatement. You can die up there if you ain't 
if you don't train right and you don't prepare right. Mm-hmm. Because what you gonna do? Well, you can't. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not gonna do this verse because I'm tired. Right. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> People look at yeah. you like this. Right, you wearing yeah. them out. Yeah. So there ain't no easy shortcuts. So mm-hmm. if I had to talk about today's music and ain't. yesterday's music, right? There was no way out. Now somebody could be like, yo, I don't do that, and I'm, I'm taking the easy, lazy way out. Yeah. And the whole key when you're on the stage is to do something that the fan can't do. Right. If you just stand standing there like you mumbling and stuff like that, fan is like, okay, I like that song, but I, you know, I could do that. You want to make a, you want to, it's wanna, like something special. Well, that's what make athletes stand out. Right. right. As much shit people talk, they ain't doing what they see. Right. They could be like, oh, that football team is whack. Your ass ain't getting out there. That's right. <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> oh, true. Oh, that basketball player sucks. Yeah. yeah, okay, right, right. Yeah, the but worst you're not of there. what you think is the worst, a dunk on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there ain't no athlete that's going to be worse than the fan that's criticizing mm-hmm. them. That's why they outside looking yeah, in that that's TV. Right. But in music and, and rap, it used to be like that because musicians used to play. Right. So mm-hmm. if a person's playing, you can't play. Sit your ass down and watch them and clap your hands or leave, right? Right, right. Well, it used to be like that. It's singing. You can't sing. You mm-hmm. sing good. You sound good in the shower. Sit your ass down and watch <laughs> the performance. You ain't Stevie Wonder. Ooh, right. Sit your ass, your, your non-talent ass down and watch. Right, right. And it used to be like that in rap. Mm-hmm. Where the, the the see it wasn't just the rapper, but it was the DJ. It was the things that. in motion. It was panoramic, and and then the, the rapper had to step up to, to great abilities to make it a difference between them and the audience. Mm-hmm. So once again, it was like sit your ass down and watch, or stand up in the crowd, and you wave right. your hands or do what the hell you got to do, <laughs> and or or leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't doing this. What's on stage? But you know when a boss. When a ball comes down and you neglect to really seriously service and and make it different from what anybody could just kind of just do, mm-hmm. that's what makes people say, you know what, I I want to get I want to be entertained. People want entertainment. They want their entertainment to be stronger than their drugs and their drink. Right. Back in the day, that's true. Back in the in the in the early eighties and late seventies, man, people you want to talk about? Listen, as a people, we were always broke, but we wasn't broken. All right. Have your ass run and spend your last five dollars on a on an entertainment DJ or MC or what singer that was whack. Mm. They'd be like, man, nah, I'm not. I'm <laughs> sticking this one up outside right. the back doors. That's what they were doing in New York. I bet. <laughs> Grandmaster Flash said, if you if you was a whack DJ, you might get shot. <laughs> so talk about pressure to perform. Oh. I mean, you took, everybody, you took everybody's money. Yeah. You, they'd be like, man. You better you, step up. You better not be like doing no. 10 minute performance. <laughs> bed, so you gotta be trained. Yeah. Yes, like B E D N O T. You bet not, you know. So, yeah. but this that's 50, that's 40 years ago. The standard drops. Mm-hmm. And what you can't let a standard drop, you can't let a standard drop in anything. You always gotta have the upper echelon of professionals and a lower echelon of fans. Right. Gotta be a big separation between the two. But see, there's there's a lot of work in that too. I remember yeah. one day we were talking, mm-hmm. and he was talking about performing. Right. And you were explaining how, you know, you have to be in shape. Yeah. To do what you do, and then I got to come to the show to see yeah. Chuck and Prophets of Rage. Right. Oh man. I'm sure. I mean, that was like two and a half hours of nonstop. Right. And like you get and like you're looking at each one of the your your bandmates in shape. 
Right. Yeah. You, you can't cry to nobody. It's, it's six of us, and we like all like fit like that. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm the I'm the weak, I'm the oldest as it is. All right. So I'm the oldest. So I can't. So definitely, I can't be coming back like, you know, it's gonna be a tough one, man. They're like, they're no. looking at me like, step up. And I'm looking at them like, so step were you, up. Were you always like that? Did you always train like that, or did you find like as you? Well, when you're a performer, you got to yeah. know what you're doing and, and what reason you're doing. So yeah. I wrote songs to go like this and very fast or whatever. Mm-hmm. So is you do the songs or the songs do you. Mm. You know, I mean, I used to hear stories like, you know, Big Pun, who's, who's also passed on, God mm-hmm. bless the dead, you know. I was hearing like, you know, it got to a point where People love to hear Big Pun, but got the point he couldn't finish his own verses. He used right. to sit in a chair right. and other people finish his song. He literally sat on in a chair on the stage. You got wow. other people that sit on the stage because they just can't they can't handle it. I'm like, well, you're shooting down the whole purpose of what this thing is about. Right. Here you go go back to the forties and see the Nicholas brothers. And they jumping over each other, man. Your your eyes are like, oh. like So we're gonna be actually we're gonna be stunned and, and, and stupefied by by lyrics. Mm-hmm. You got got to do more than that. So there you have it. I mean, that's a snapshot of people getting the opportunity to meet Chuck D. It was so awesome to talk with him. And he's just (laughs) so, I mean, he's so multifaceted and has just so much going on. And so humble. I mean, it was great. I had a great time. And you know, he can can talk about anything. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been a mentor to me as a father. Really? Yeah, seriously. He... He literally, okay, so I'm going to close with this. Okay, I'm going right. to share this with you. I'm closing right. with this, you guys. Yes. So one day, you know, I'm mm-hmm. talking to Chuck, you know, I'm a single dad. And, yeah. And he's a single dad also. Uh, but he has a great relationship with his ex-wife. And okay. they have a young child that's one year younger than my youngest. Okay. And so I'm talking to Chuck and he's giving me some words of advice. Right. And the, the, the lesson was in this story about this goldfish. A goldfish? A goldfish. All right, let's hear and, this. And a lot of it had to do with, you know, like in my future, do if I got remarried or like as I'm, you know, working that part of my life, trying right. to figure out, right. you know, having kids and then. This, that like, dynamic. Yeah, how, like, yeah, how does that how all do work, right? Work that. So Chuck goes, look, one day mm-hmm. I get a phone call from my <laughs> ex and uh-huh. she says, hey, can you get home before me and our daughter? Okay. Um, and go to the fish tank and there's some fish in there that are dead. Oh, okay. And get them out. Right. But on your way there, go pick up two other fish. Right. <laughs> replace them. <laughs> and replace them before we get there so right. our daughter doesn't see her fish die. I mean, she Aww. just got them. And it was during that time where the weather was really hot. Okay. We were having those these hot spells. All right. So Chuck does it. Okay. Gets there. He's leaving in the house and they drive up. Okay. So of course he sees his daughter. Okay. Hugs and they go inside the house and she runs to see her her goldfish. Uh oh. And she's looking at the goldfish and she's like, something's not right. (laughs) (laughs) These fins are different. Something's not right with Sammy or whatever, right? right? And the the more of that story is this. Uh huh. If you're in a new relationship with someone, yeah, and you have young kids, how many of those new relationships? Would uh-huh. be okay with you stopping everything you're doing to go and do something like that for your ex oh, okay, and your so baby. I, oh, I didn't see that coming, that yes. point coming. Oh, that's a good point. And so when you oh. have, you know, 
you know, a family that's divided. Right. Then what's the most important thing to you? Right. And the thing that we both share was that our kids are the most important. Are the priority, right? right. It's not going to change based on who you're with down the line. Right. Unless you find someone or meet someone who can totally 100% be okay with, with you the priorities it. you have in your life. Right. And actually acting upon that. Because it's different if you say those things, but acting upon it, totally different. Right. Different level. But ah, I see. And then from that, I would right. share with those who tune into this show. Yeah. That look at the things that are a priority to you. Yes. Because they will help you make decisions mm -hmm. that will put you in a position to thrive. For sure. I mean, because, that's... you know, because you make your health a priority. Absolutely. Every day. And so you make time to exercise. Right. You make time to not overindulge. Right. And it's not like you're losing anything. No. It's just, it's a priority. It's, it's a priority. It's, it's important for me. It's important for my son and my family, people I care about. Yeah. That's right. Now, you know? if my kid's called right now, I would just go. get up and I got to go. Got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it'll be. And but it should be that way, right? It should be that always. way. Always. Yeah. But thank you for being here in this of first course. show. Of oh, course. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys heard it. This is the Stay Healthy Experience. Help us get the word out and always stay healthy. super fun and will help you get strong. It's called the Stay Healthy Shake. You can do it with me. Ready? Let's go! Do the Stay Healthy Shake. Shake, shake. Do the Stay Healthy Hop. Hop, hop. The Stay Healthy Slide. And the Stay Healthy Drop. Drop. Now freeze. Now pop. Great job! Wow, that was so much fun and good for you. We should do this one more time! Shake, shake, shake. Do the stay healthy hop, hop, hop. The stay healthy slide. And the stay healthy drop, 